0: This week on Just Like That, the number one Mike Goldberg-inspired podcast on the planet, we have a short episode for you. First, we'll hit you with our segments, isn't he awesome, and real-world callouts. And last but not least, we'll preview UFC 287, Pereira vs. Adesanya 2. Here we go.
1: and we are back we have a full episode just dedicated to one card which is kind of nice um can't remember the last time that happened so well especially not on necessarily on a on a big card at least um because this is a huge card right yeah this is a this is one of the bigger ones of this year so far i would think yeah it's pretty stacked um first card in miami in a long time uh 20 something years i don't remember the specifics but um yeah, they like Jacksonville and Tampa. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> well, Jacksonville, I think they're forever indebted to because they let them go there during COVID. Yeah, right. So Jacksonville, anything goes. Uh, Tampa, I'm not sure. They do have had a lot of events there, though, so it must be something, I don't know, Florida's kind of a Wild West type thing where every, every part, different part of Florida is just like a whole different world. So
0: Yeah, I think it's probably just the UFC's cheap and the uh, the arenas are quite a bit cheaper <laughs> in Jacksonville and That's Tampa. That's probably than... the
1: case. Um, in Miami, Miami kind of fits the UFC though. So, and they're doing a lot of stuff. They got F1 there now. They got, I don't know. It seems like they're they are bringing in a lot of stuff. So, maybe it'll become a more popular destination. We'll have to see how it goes. But either way, I'm excited to check it out. But before right? we get into that, especially with all the fighters yeah.
0: that train there, it's crazy. Yeah,
1: I wonder if that played a role too, because there's a pretty significant amount of them there. So, um but before we get into that, we'll start things off as we always do with our take of the week. So, Ryan, as always, take us away.
0: All right, um, main card of UFC 287 could be, uh, could be a lot of underdogs coming through, I feel like. You got Pereira, who's an underdog, already done it once, why not? I mean, I hate Masvidal, but I, and I think Gilbert Burns would win, but, I mean, there is a path to, for Jorge Masvidal to, to win this fight. I mean, not going to Gilbert Burns, Rob Font, and Santiago Panzanibio could, uh, could all come through as dogs. So I think we, uh, we might see a lot of dogs here, but you never know.
1: Yeah, so you are you're laying your claim now that there's going to be a lot of underdogs.
0: I just think there could be. I don't know for sure, but uh and I'm not going with all th- all four of those, but um going with a decent amount of them. So, um I don't know. There's and some of the lines seem bigger than I than I think they should be too, which is like causing me to pause. Like, I don't know. My I think uh Gilbert Burns is better friend. I think he wins this fight especially with how Masvidal's looked recently, but um what it's like minus 400 or something for Gilbert Burns seems kind of seems kind of wide
1: yeah um that is that is I think the biggest strange underdog is uh um Pereira Pereira
0: yeah how I don't get how he's beat him in kickboxing twice he he beat him in the last fight like um I mean champions or you know champions trying to get their that loss trying to get their belt back are just on a uh Historically bad run of it basically never happens. So um what are they
1: three and eleven or something? Yeah, it's not, not very good. I know that, but yeah, you know my rule on underdog champions—you uh, um always got to bet on them. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, my take also—I guess maybe just because this is the biggest thing um in in the MMA world right now—is this card. uh This is a make or break for Izzy, right? If he loses yeah. this fight, like he has a chance to go down as like. A, if he wins this fight, he has a chance to go down as like you know, an all-time great. But if he loses this fight, like, kind of what we saw happen with Usman, where this guy might be the best middleweight ever, you know, up there with GSP, maybe surpasses GSP, loses two fights to a guy that's been, like, you know, in the UFC, just lingering around the UFC for a while, and then, you know, nobody's talking about that anymore. I think it's the same thing with Adesanya. Like, a chance to be one of the best ever, but if uh, there's a guy that beat you four times, like, He's just your kryptonite. Like, you can't have kryptonite.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think it's even more so, like, more important for Adesanya to win than Usman even because, like, he has a loss to Jan Blockwitz going up to 205, which it doesn't look that great. I mean, it's not terrible, but it was Jan Blockwitz and he just got just laid on. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think – and I don't know. The division's kind of been, I think, historically weak at the time that he's been champion as well. And then if he just gets iced by Pereira and never – makes it back to the title I don't know it's I don't think it's probably looking good for him but also it's, it doesn't seem like Pereira is long to stay at 185 yeah no, you know I
1: think he's gone after do you think fight. he defends
0: after Adesanya I think he moves up to 205 after that I think he probably moves up yeah so I mean Adesanya though getting his so say Adesanya gets beat for the second time and then um, Pereira just vacates and goes up to 205, like, you know, Adesanya gets the title back, like, is it really even, like, that big of a deal, like, it's definitely, like, an asterisk, like, you only have the title again because uh, Pereira um, moved up and vacated it, like.
1: Yeah, and, it, and, yes, there was always a guy better than you, basically.
0: yeah. Yeah, you're not the best. Like the best is just
1: also like can all cut down time, and beat you anytime, You like, know, all time bully move just to follow this guy everywhere he goes <laughs> and just keep beating him up. Oh my God, it's it's
0: great because I hate Adesanya. Is, <laughs> he's the king of cringe for real, not Triple C. And uh, yeah, to just him just just get stalked, just stalked by Pereira it's weird and taken down. So
1: he's so much bigger of a star than Pereira is. Yeah. this whole card is still just about out of Sonya. He's not even the champ,
0: right? I mean, Pereira could be a huge star, but um, I mean, he just hasn't fought that many fights in the UFC. It's crazy that Man, he's champion already. Fight, he
1: just goes back to the Amazon forest and hides out. So yeah,
0: I don't think he's like learning English and trying to like be like a a big like I don't know, talking wise a big star. Dude, the those- guy looks menacing as fuck, <laughs> dude. He's uh, yeah, he's a scary dude. I would not like to run into him in the street.
1: Those kickboxers are a different breed, though. Like, they run around their whole life with no fame, no money, and they just kickbox each other and take each other's heads off.
0: Yeah. Yeah, what do top-tier kickboxers get paid? Like, $100,000, 200000 or something?
1: I don't even know. I have no
0: idea. If you're, like, glory champion?
1: I have no idea. You think they even make that much? Like, who knows? And by the time you pay your trainers and stuff, you have to be full-time to be that good.
0: Yeah, that's true. It's not a ton. They're not. They're not, like, super rich by any means.
1: Yeah, I, I'm not sure, but yeah, the guy is just an animal. So he's a savage. So um, I guess we should do our segments, though, and then we can jump right back into our breakdown since uh, we're both kind of uh, related to that. So is that how you want to do that? You want to do it the other way around? It's up yeah, to you. we could do we could do segments. All right, all right. So I think it's your turn to go first this week. Or wait a second.
0: Yeah, one forty-four.
1: Yep. Even number. Yeah. You're up.
0: Cool. So I'll do
1: uh, Isn't
0: He Awesome, Alex Pereira. Um, Got to take out. Uh, I'll do Alex Pereira and Gilbert Burns. So I need back-to-back. Take oh, out yeah. two of my most hated fighters. So if I get a Pereira and Gilbert Burns win here, it's uh, it's a big night for me personally. Um, take out two of uh, fighters I despise the most, Adesanya, Super Cringe, Masvidal, just even cringier than Adesanya. I don't know. They're they're tough. It, it's one and two for sure, one a 1b and in, uh in the king of cringe in my book so uh yeah Pereira and Gilbert Burns hopefully hopefully they got a big night and uh and I can uh dance on uh Masvidal and Adesanya's <laughs> grave because it's like a must win for both of them too. Ma- Masvidal said <laughs> he's
1: done if he loses.
0: Yeah and he should be I mean the dude's 38 years old he's cringiest guy around like um you know he's uh multiple felonies um <laughs> and uh just uh just all around loser the felonies almost make him cooler though no like not, that's what
1: he wants people to think he he's doing anyways
0: yeah i mean he wants everybody to think he's the biggest gangster in the world and uh and he's an idiot so i'll go into a little bit of a call out masvidal gotta give him a huge call out here just because um you see he's uh he's pointing a gun and pulls the trigger at a UFC cameraman while he's filming embedded. It's and it's on embedded. They show it. Mazzuola points like a fucking semi-automatic, like an AK or something, at the <laughs> cameraman. He says, "Don't lo- don't worry, it's not loaded." And pulls the trigger. Oh and, my gosh! Uh, yeah, famous last words for a lot of people though <laughs> before they uh, shot themselves or accidentally Didn't murdered somebody. Did that Tiger King kid? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Right. So um, definitely like. Also, all-time stupid move. Also, gun while safety he's 101. Gun safety 101. Not to mention he's out on bail for three felonies. So I don't know if there's any type of uh, a way, if it's like parole where your bail can get revoked for, uh, you know, just walking around with weapons or, you know, fi- pulling a trigger on innocent, innocent cameramen. So That's an insane move. All-time. All-time stupid, terrible move. Imagine if he murdered somebody live on Embedded. <laughs> a, a cameraman pulled a... Uh, who's that actor, the, uh, oh, <laughs> that, uh <Alec> Baldwin. <laughs> Alec ba- pulled an Alec Baldwin on uh, UFC embedded. So it might be the most viewed embedded of all time, but, um, it'd be a bad move for Masvidal. Um, yeah, I would say so. And also, uh, as much as I hate, um, Masvidal, I got to call out Colby Covington as well. Just a world-class bitch. I was reading a little bit more about it because, um, of the, uh, the felonies. So I started looking into it. I'm like, damn, they got Masvidal got charged with three felonies, and uh, so looked into it a little bit more. Dude, you know um, Colby Covington, he got charged with felonies because um, Colby Covington's claiming he suffered a brain injury when he was jumped that. by Masvidal. Dude, a brain injury? Come on. There's no way. Like, I only heard chipped teeth and stuff, and then it comes out, brain injury? That's, that's ridiculous. And the, the judge ordered a stay-away order.
1: Yeah, you got a restraining
0: order. Be, yeah. Because Covington said in court that he was in fear of Masvidal <laughs> after the alleged attack. You're in fear of Masvidal after you just crushed him at, in the <laughs> octagon? And uh, what kind of bitch shit is this? Like, maybe he does have brain damage to be saying, to shit like that. So yeah. these two are just world-class clowns, both People of People have
1: been saying that's why Covington hasn't fought, because he's trying to prove he's got a brain injury.
0: But he's about to take a title shot. What does he, if he gets a title shot the brain injury thing just doesn't matter. It'll just be like all maybe
1: right. a title shot, the money you get from a title shot is worth more than he's gonna assume Mouse off for the brain injury. It, yeah.
0: Yeah, that could be the that could be the case. Or he maybe. can say it
1: healed. Yeah. So yeah, no, I am not sure on that one. Um yeah, it's kind of it's kind of embarrassing to talk all that crap and then when you get caught in the streets to be like, I could get like, okay dude, you're gonna pay for my tooth and whatever else. <laughs> right but to, uh get a, a brain injury and get a restraining order <laughs> yeah that's insane that's literally saying you're afraid of him <laughs>
0: yeah exactly you and you, he's going to be at the fights in Miami right like is masvidal be. if he's fighting in the cage is he going to be able to stay whatever the uh the 25 feet or whatever away from Covington if it's probably uh, 100 or 100 feet yeah so who who breaks it then in that case does is, is cov or is Miles will not able to walk out of the uh, <laughs> of the tunnel because uh, until they get Colby in the uh, upper deck or
1: it's hard to say. Um, maybe they can come to an g- agreement before that, but yeah, that would be interesting if he if Colby was there and in the front row. I mean, he's front he lives there, so yeah. he'd be there for sure. Colby, the bitch moves.
0: He's pulling he would uh, probably call uh, the police and yeah. report that is breaking his restraining order while he's in the cage or something. You know, They'd walk him out in handcuffs. <laughs> That's how you know we went full WWE if something like that oh happens. Oh, my God,
1: speaking of WWE. <laughs>
0: what if they have Masvidal walking out of the octagon in handcuffs because Colby Covington reports him for violating his restraining <laughs> order?
1: Speaking of WWE, can we just do a quick little segment on our thoughts of the merger? WWE and UFC have now merged to, as one company. Stupid i don't i don't really get it it's like is this just chasing like that brock lesnar high from 15 years ago is it have, have we ever really gotten over that no it's just a marketing move i feel like and uh easy
0: transition i think it probably benefits wwe way more than ufc if anything i give it makes the ufc look kind of bad in my opinion as far as being a, a sporting organization to link yourself up when you're like with fake fighting? Yeah. When you're real fighting? When you're real fighting, just seems like a dumb move. I get it, maybe business sense wise, it makes sense. Like UFC, like that ultimate fighter time slot was right after Monday Night Raw. And that's where they got a lot of their original fan base from when they s- jumped up from like selling like 50 to 100,000 pay per views to like
1: 300 and stuff, 300, 500. Um, yeah. And Brock, Brock Lesnar was like the ultimate like, wet dream for, Bre- for Dana White. Like he, got, yeah. he brought, he, he's the only guy that could do a million pay-per-views
0: yeah let's be honest there's probably never going to be a successful i mean not never but very unlikely to be a successful
1: like brock lesnar type wwe full-time fighter
0: yeah wwe to ufc
1: now i don't think it never i think it never happens again because the ufc was so new at that point it was such a young sport
0: yeah, it it would be tough for like even a Brock Lesnar to jump into the heavyweight division. I mean the heavyweight's like the easiest division, but like lower weight classes for sure won't happen. It would have to be a heavyweight, I feel like. And but the WWE is going to benefit greatly for like when Connor's done with fighting, you yeah. Can go to WWE and make bank. When Colby's yeah, done, when yeah,
1: done, they they could take any of those guys.
0: Yeah, anybody with a big name could just
1: go over to WWE. That's and, what Pereira said. Uh, Adesanya's going to do after he beats him again. He's going to go to WWE.
0: That's. Might be where he ends up because uh, I don't, dude. But he cannot get on the mic though, so you know, the <laughs> WWE like fans aren't gonna like that. No, some
1: people like some people not think the,
0: he's not the do- people that watch WWE, man. They don't like Adesanya talking about comic books and stuff, right? They're hillbillies. I don't know, I don't know, they don't read I think comic books, a, man. Yeah,
1: but I think if some of them are comic book guys. I think it's a weird mix,
0: weird mix of like comic book dorks and uh. Yeah. And Rednecks and I don't
1: know if there's as many Rednecks and I think we all we all say like I'm a Redneck. But <laughs> I think we all left with the attitude era like the Rock Stone Cold Undertaker like all that when that all that ended I think like when John Cena ushered in like the new like I don't know how to explain it but like the
0: pretty boy era
1: but he was like a he was like a fake white gangster type of like act. Oh, uh, you think it's more like uh Well, I just think it's more like suburban Suburban nerdy kids now who want to be cool (laughs) is more, instead of hillbillies, like it's not like NASCAR and WWE anymore. Like Stone Cold was like a NASCAR acting guy, that's true. But John Cena, it's a and I don't even John Cena's gone as far as I know. I don't actually know for sure, but um, I'm not sure, I'm not sure who still watches it to to finish that point.
0: Yeah, I have no clue,
1: but anyhow, I just wanted to cover that real quick. That's huge news, like that's
0: I only know one person
1: in the wwe currently
0: yeah norbs who's that norbs remember
1: our friend norbs
0: yeah he's a huge wwe fan
1: oh no i didn't he still is
0: i don't know he was when we were in college um <laughs> you yeah, could watch wrestlemania and love get a case and stuff yeah. i would assume he still likes it
1: yeah i think stone cold was his favorite though so maybe he got phased out of it too i don't know who knows i think they're kind of like in the shadows now wwe fans
0: Apparently they're doing better than not better than ever, but better than they've done in a long, long time. They recently. were they
1: had a big they had a big tanking not too long ago, but it seems like apparently maybe they've turned it around.
0: I think they went they like started their own streaming service and it tanked and tried to put everything on there for like ten or twenty bucks a month or whatever, and then I they went that. they moved to Peacock and it's only like four bucks something, and I think they're back.
1: Yeah, I think one of the biggest issues. Was that Vince McMahon had so much power for so long, and he just is running out of ideas?
0: Yeah, he's kind of he was out, but now he's apparently back. When yeah. in the sale part of it was like Vince McMahon <laughs> comes back.
1: Classic Vince coming always finds a way back.
0: Yeah, right. But
1: any yeah, but anyways, uh, I just wanted to throw that in there. Um, pretty interesting, pretty crazy. Don't really like it. I think it's kind of a weird move, um, but it is what it is.
0: Yeah, I mean, they might just go after every. You think they're going to go after every major? You think they're going to try to buy, like, a big boxing promotion? That might be, like, legality issues, though, and um, start to, like, have Ali act and yeah. if they're under the same umbrella or something and they're Probably. treating boxes one way, but, like, absolutely screwing over everybody in the WWE
1: and uh, UFC? Yeah, for sure. Um, this is already kind of weird enough, so I think it's just, yeah. I just, it's just weird to me to pair them up and put them in a position where, I've been calling. I've been calling some of these bad decisions in the UFC lately. Just like I've been saying that the UFC is a w, been WWF for a while. So yeah,
0: and I've been it claiming seems like that
1: every time I'm wrong.
0: Endeavors definitely amped that up since they took over more. So the Fertitas wanted to keep it like clear that it was like a real sport and mm-hmm. it was for the best, fighting the best. But ever since. Uh, endeavor WME took over they've been kind of moving towards uh I mean they're an entertainment business yeah it's still it's still fighting and the best usually fight the best but you cannot quite be the best but if you're better if you're like better on the mic than somebody that's boring you're gonna get you know like Bilal Mohammeds have to win like (laughs) 10 fights in a row or 12 instead of like five or six like in the past that they would have to win you know yeah (laughs) which I love personally because I hate Bilal Muhammad, but um i'm sure there'll be somebody but yeah it's like fight you know take more risk be more exciting like i i'm fine with it as long as they're icing up boring wrestlers you know but yeah
1: no i i see what you mean it's still entertainment at the end of the day we still want fun fights yeah exactly so anybody else to call out uh no nope, that'll be it all right jump over to me real quick uh my isn't he awesome this week we got platinum perry fight week Platinum Perry versus Luke Rockhold. That's this weekend? I believe so. Bare-knuckle boxing. Dude, bare-knuckle boxing may be the next biggest, after the UFC, the next biggest combat promotion. Their it card, could be. Their card is Platinum Perry versus Luke Rockhold. Two guys that are still Luke Rockhold not in his fighting prime, but cl- closer than Bellator guys. Yeah, right. Closer than PFL guys. Eddie Alvarez against Chad Mendes. That's a really good fight. Well, some
0: of PFL guys are in their prime because they're just not their prime's just not that good. <laughs> well, <laughs> we don't know any of
1: those guys' names though. Um, but Eddie Alvarez versus Chad Mendes—that's a great fight.
0: Yeah, that's sick. Yeah, this is a this is a big card. I'm I'm more interested in this card than anything besides the uh, Freak Show fights that were the other weekend. Oh my like, gosh, the si- the, <laughs> the twin boxing.
1: Yeah, it but, looks like um, Rampage
0: Jackson got his first win in a long time. Yeah, yeah, he had to. Uh, turn into a Siamese twin to do it, but uh, <laughs> whatever. And the guys that they were fighting were just uh, they absolutely were yeah, like, They were there to lose. Yeah, for sure. I don't know what they were thinking taking the fight. But, um, yeah, I mean, this would definitely be the, if I was going to buy a non-UFC pay-per-view in, in another organization, MMA or bare-knuckle boxing or something, or boxing even, uh, maybe not, but um, it would be this uh, this bare-knuckle card for sure.
1: Yeah, and remember when Bare Knuckle first started? Like, we were like, this isn't going to last.
0: Yeah, and it, it's killing it. I think, I wonder how good their pay per view sales are. They must be doing decent because, like, they've been around way longer than I think almost anybody expected. They've them to been be. paying,
1: apparently, paying these
0: guys good, too. Yeah.
1: They all yeah, say exactly. they're getting paid well. I don't know if that's true or not. Also, obviously, this is a Platinum Perry podcast. He has pushed our buttons a few times, but he is uh, he's our boy at the end of the day. He has really found a niche in boxing. Like, he hasn't really lost.
0: Yeah, he's that's what i mean that was a skill right like it was the kicks and stuff that started like (laughs) fucking him up and other uh, stuff yeah everything that wasn't uh just throwing bombs and biting down on the mouthpiece you know so yeah i think he's definitely found his niche i think he's like yeah probably like the poster boy for for bare knuckle and always will be like he's uh he's definitely got the bare knuckle mentality that's for sure
1: yeah it seems to be working for him so um what do you who do you think wins that fight though because honestly i think rockwell's pretty solid boxer just maybe his chin's questionable yeah i'm going platinum dude he's the
0: bare knuckle king
1: he beat MVP.
0: he uh he beats everybody so we're going platinum all day and uh yeah rockle just has to get touched by uh 100 pound crackhead (laughs) junkie woman at the bus stop and he
1: goes down so that's true but he's so much bigger than platinum but yeah um yeah platinum podcast we're going with platinum i wonder what the odds are i can't find him on best fight odds but let me see if i can google it um, I, I think,
0: uh, I would think Luke Rockall would have to be the, the favorite, right?
1: I don't know. I honestly don't know. He's bigger. He's probably faster. He's probably a little more dynamic of a striker, but he walks mm. around with his chin way up. That's true. He's a lot bit. He's a lot taller too. Um, but I, yeah, like I said, we can't address, us. beat some like legit boxers on his boxing
0: doesn't look like there's any odds up on this one. No odds released yet on fightodds.io.
1: I wonder what the odds are on Mendez versus Al- Alvarez. I think Mendez Alvarez has really slipped since he stopped fighting in the UFC. And I wonder if Mendes is a...
0: Uh, yeah, I, I think Eddie Alvarez got crushed when he went over to... Uh,
1: one FCA one FC, yeah. He got smashed yeah. in every fight.
0: I mean, Sage Northcutt got smashed too. Remember when they ONE oh, FC picked them both well, up and
1: just to prove a point that ONE FC had some legit fighters, they <laughs> matched Sage Northcutt up with a guy no one's ever heard of, and he smashed his eye socket in 15 seconds.
0: Yeah, exactly. So there's not odds out yet for it,
1: but is it this weekend? Because they're doing press conferences. Maybe it's not. Maybe uh, maybe it's later. Maybe it's not till the end of April. I That's thought it was this weekend. I, they're doing press conferences and face-offs right now, so <coughs> I assumed it was this weekend
0: i don't know i'll have to take a look but um what's your what's your call out then
1: call out i got marlon marias dude it's time to retire give it up it's over we watch pfl just like we promised we would um marlon marias main event against uh i don't know the guy's name not because he's not good but just because it's pfl the guy went 17 for 17 on leg kicks and Marlon Marais just fell down and didn't get back up. And that was it. TKO via legs kicks. He has, I want to say, six straight losses or f- five straight losses and then a sham win over... Ho- Remember his split decision over Jose Aldo? That was a terrible decision.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was awful. And they said he won the fight and they gave him Did the not, title shot in the next t- fight anyways. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um and other than that, he's just been straight lost. It's just time to retire. Like, like we, like you've always said too. Like when these guys go to PFL, it looks like they're just there for a check, and that seems to be the case. Although, for sure. Shout out to me for bet. I had to bet against my childhood hero, Roy Jones Jr. I bet Anthony Pettis, really? who I do nothing but talk trash about, at plus one sixty over Roy Jones Jr. in gamebred boxing, which makes me think I may need to reevaluate my life because I'm betting gamebred boxing. <laughs> right. Pettis came through for me.
0: Yeah, I heard. I heard he looked good, pretty good, too. I didn't watch. I mean, I guess I didn't watch. Roy was 60,
1: dude. That was my final verdict. It's like, dude, the guy is 60 years old.
0: Yeah, I read a recap of the fights, and I think that's basically what it... From the recap of the fight, it basically came down to Roy Jones Jr. is old as fuck, and Anthony Pettis isn't. So uh, they said Roy Jones Jr. landed some of the harder shots, but he just didn't land enough punches, and Anthony Pettis was pretty... Outworked him pretty much. So, um, But I think it was a pretty competitive fight. Um, yeah, bare knuckle. It's not gonna be till uh, April twenty ninth. That's crazy. They're doing press conferences and everything. So yeah, they're really. doing
1: like face like full. They face might be sauce. doing
0: it like they might just be doing that every week for until then. <laughs> you know, this is their big. It's kind of crazy. They got a lot of events. So April twenty first, they've got an event in Hollywood, Florida at Seminole Hard Rock Casino. Nguyen Ver Strauss. Then April twenty second, they have another event. In Planet Ice in Leeds in the UK, and then April 29th, they go to that card. So they got a they got three cards within like seven days time or so. So I was a bit
1: premature with my isn't he awesome? A little bit, but uh, we can run it back at the end of the month again too. All right, we'll do it that way. Sounds good to me. Let's uh yeah let's jump into our preview because we actually gonna want to dive into this, this a lot of good fights here I think this is a oh, best fight odds random but I just spotted out of the corner of my eye. Connor and Chandler minus 110 apiece currently on DraftKings interesting line doesn't mean anything to me but I uh, just saw that uh, so first fight main event Israel Adesanya minus 155 Alex Pereira the champion Alex Pereira plus 135 We've pretty much already gave our thoughts on this. Um, We talked about this right after the last fight, which wasn't that long ago. I think, and I think you think, and correct me if I'm wrong, that Pereira now knows he can stalk out of Sanya faster than he did in the first fight.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think he's going to be a lot more active for sure. But I I don't know. I think he might take it easy off the jump just because he got tagged in round one in the last fight. But um, I think he'll definitely turn up the heat. In rounds like two three four like at least for sure three and four as opposed to uh kind of sitting back definitely adesanya he does have a decent gas tank but with a striker like him he definitely slows down a step like one or you know a step or two by the fourth and fifth round so i think that's definitely when prayer is going to be most most lethal but i think prayer definitely does have that in the back of his head that he can uh he can put the pressure on adesanya a little bit easier than he thought he could. He doesn't have to be so tentative with those, you know, with the six ounce gloves or whatever, you can just, uh, or four ounce gloves, you can just walk them down kind of and just put it on. I mean, you just got to touch them once in that spot. And, uh, Adesanya's out. So I love Alex Pereira in this spot. I mean, dog money on the current champion love who that. just beat Adesanya. Who's beaten him
1: three times in a row.
0: Yeah, exactly. Three times in a row. And this isn't like, I know pe- some people I see equating it to like, uh, the uh, the first fight with Usman and uh, Leon Edwards, where it was Adesanya, they say dominated the fight and it just got caught at the fifth round. But I don't think so. I thought it was a lot closer fight than most people most people remember looking back.
1: I don't. I do think Adesanya was up three one and cruising to a victory. But but the rounds were close. But he was running for his life. He, yeah. he was holding on for dear life to try to run the clock out. And he just once Pereira put that pressure on in rounds four and five. Adesanya was on his by trying to get away and it was just it was only a matter of time and it wasn't late in the fifth round was it? It wasn't it early in the fifth round fairly early in the fifth round yeah one? it was pretty early he didn't it wasn't a Hail Mary he, he in the fourth round on he started stalking him down hunting him down and it was only a matter of time like
0: yeah and Usman those three rounds so it was 3-1 going into the fifth for Usman too Usman thoroughly dominated three
1: mm-hmm. out of the four rounds I think you weren't holding your breath for Usman. That that knockout was a total shocker, total mind blower. Yeah, it was in, it was insane.
0: And you, you knew were, Pereira could end it at any time. If you were betting
1: out of Sonya, you were holding your breath because you're like, oh no, he's they're back up standing, and now he's his he seems to be dropping his hands a little more each time.
0: Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I I, I like Pereira a lot. Out uh, of could win for sure. I, I wouldn't count him out, but... Uh,
1: Does he change his game plan? Does he go all out in wrestling in this fight? Because when he wrestled, he he, he dominated a couple rounds just with wrestling.
0: No. Dominated
1: a round with wrestling. Does he change his game plan?
0: I don't... He's not a wrestler. Like, let's...
1: Like, but is he he reverted, wrestle him he reverted to it when he needed it. Was it end of round one or end of round two? He absolutely rocked Pereira. Pereira was actually, like, it out of It was on the round one. It was end of round one. He kind of got saved by the bell. He did get... He absolutely got saved by the bell. But after that, it looked like it was going to be out of you all night, and then he used some wrestling, and he got ahead on the scorecards. But then,
0: wasn't it like a trip or something?
1: Though it wasn't like he shot a double leg or anything. It was intentional. That's all I know. Like yeah. it wasn't like a no. He didn't drop him and get on top of him or fall down or pull him to the ground. He 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 got him down intentionally, and then he kind of was showcasing like a little bit of like jujitsu slash wrestling work. And Adesanya, or Pereira kind of looked lost. And yeah,
0: Pereira's just up big. I think he's going to be able to get up, like, most of the time, too. And I don't think Adesanya is going to be, like, a huge submission threat. Um, and I just don't think he's going to have that much offensive wrestling. Like, maybe he tries to work it in, but I think the majority of this fight's going to be fought on the feet. Maybe does he go for, like, a shot in the fifth or something if he's like thinks he's up on the scorecards? Maybe. I don't know. But I think it'll be primarily a, a kickboxing match again. Because I think Adesanya thinks i beat him
1: you know he, four rounds to so. be fair they have fought probably what now they fought five five rounds in the ufc four, three, two times in boxing they've probably fought each other about 45 minutes and adesanya has been winning a huge majority of that yeah so um, probably he probably thinks he's just the them. most unlucky guy yeah. in the world against pereira yeah so. the thing is and that's the thing i think that's why he's probably a favorite but the thing is to me like if you're able to do this over and over, which I'm um, kind of changed my tune because if you remember when they fought whatever in January, I was like, keep in mind, kind of a robbery on the decision on the first one fight and kickboxing. Second fight, Adesanya was winning the whole time and got leveled in the third round. But now when it's become this pattern where Pereira comes back late, I mean, you just have to think, yeah, he, it's it's just how the yeah. guy fights.
0: He knows what he's doing.
1: Yeah. So, I'm I'm with you. I'm on Pereira. I love that he's an underdog. I don't know if it was even money. I think I'd still take Pereira. Um, so, obviously, in that case, I'm just excited that he is an underdog. So, with that said, we're both taking our stance. The champ stays the champ. Um, is Gilbert Burns' co-main event? Am I reading that right? Yeah. Yeah, Gilbert right. Burns Osvaldo. Gilbert Burns minus 450, Jorge Masvidal plus 360, don't love the line, but I do think the right guy is the favorite. I think that Gilbert Burns probably wins this pretty easily. Uh, he mauls him, do you think? Just ma- Yeah, just I mean, mauls him?
0: I think you got Gilbert Burns versus Vidal. I think Gilbert Burns is – I don't think – I think both of them are past their primes a little bit, but I think Vidal is uh, way more past his prime than Gilbert Burns, basically. And I think Gilbert Burns is a tough style matchup for Vidal at this point in his career. Um, Gilbert Burns – legit wrestling but we saw him just kind of put wonder boy on his back and and just maul him you know so i think masvidal got pretty good takedown defense for sure um but i don't know it's not um not the best i mean he got taken down five or six times versus both uh colby and uzman those are five round fights though mm-hmm. so i don't know it just seems like on the feet they're probably about comparable um, at this point in their career, I think at Mas- Masvidal was obviously at one time the better striker. Now that being said, I know Gilbert Burns. I don't know if he's chinny or not. He did get dropped by Usman by kind of just a stiff jab, but then he went to uh, went to war with Kamzad and just and took some huge bombs in that fight. So if Masvidal isn't able to put him out early, I think by blitzing him or something, then uh,
1: I think Gilbert Burns will get it going and and get the win here. Yeah, I mean, I just jorge kind of just flew too close to the sun uh don't don't blame him for cashing in on his his moment but he's not he's never been a consistent top of top tier top level fighter um and a guy like gilbert burns who's that type of fighter plus just a dog it's it's not a good it's not a good situation for masvidal i think he probably goes out in this one um
0: yeah, I, do, I don't love the line,
1: though. If you no, if you wanted too... to take a
0: flyer on Masvidal like you're a huge fan, at plus 360, I don't think it's the worst bet in the world. But, um, uh, you know, I hate the guy. And uh, <laughs> Gilbert Burns, I think, is probably more likely to win this fight for sure. I hate so. the
1: guy, and I wish him the worst. Definitely. All right, who we got next, Adrian Ynez versus Rob Font. Um Yep. Wow, Adrian Yanez minus 185, Rob Font plus 150. I find this line to be fairly interesting. Um, Rob Font kind of a proven product. Uh, lost his last fight to Cheeto Vera, although he had quite a bit of success throughout the fight. Only to me just kind of proved that Rob Font not necessarily a title challenger level guy, but definitely found his stride at some point where he is, he is up there. Adrian Yanez a little less proven in my opinion, I would say. Um, he's had some great fights. I think he's Exciting fights. All his fights, I think, have gotten fight of the night or performance of the night bonuses. Uh, the, one of these guys where they say like, you know, fastest hands, some of the best boxing, you know, all the all the typical like, um, you know, slick boxer things that people say. Uh, this is his biggest test ever, though, and I find this test to be. I'm surprised that it's minus 185. I don't know. I don't know. I don't like betting against proven prospects like Rob Font. Or proven products like Rob Font over hype, hyped up prospects like Adrian Inez, but it very well may be the right choice. What are your thoughts on it?
0: Yeah, I'm going with uh, I'm going with Rob Font on this one. Um, I don't know. I, I just like the uh, the line here. Rob Font is an underdog. He's only lost to like championship level fighters, basically. So you're saying uh, Cheeto
1: Vera's championship level?
0: Yeah. No. Besides that one, <laughs> don't, don't twist my words too much. Uh, um. He's only lost to mostly championship-level fighters, um, but uh, I don't know. I just think Rob Font, I just see him popping the jab. Adrian Ynez doesn't have the—I mean, he lands a lot. He's got super-fast hands, but he can kind of uh, get into lulls between his combos. Slow
1: starter, too. He got a really slow start against— uh, 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 David Grant?
0: He no, had a split maybe. decision
1: uh, no. win over David Grant. Yeah. Oh, Randy Costa. Randy Costa lit him up in the first round of their yeah. fight.
0: Slow starter. We got a three-round fight. Rob Font is going to throw an insane amount of volume like he always does. He Rob Font has a pretty good chin. He's gotten dropped quite a bit recently, but he never gets knocked out. He's just It's like flash knockdowns every time, right?
1: If, if Rob Font against Cheeto Vera was a three-round fight, I think Rob Font would have won thirty twenty-seven 27 on all three scorecards, yeah. if I remember correctly.
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, And then uh, he just chito vera took over in the late rounds. he dropped him i mean rob font outstruck chito vera by a ton like they were almost some of the a few of those rounds i mean chito vera just won it because he dropped him three times but there was a few rounds where it's like it's hard to say if you give it to rob font because he like <laughs> tripled him or up on on strikes but yeah. um he got dropped so but in the end you know it's damaged so this one, Adrian Yanez, he does have that power too, and he does have super quick hands. So if he drops Rob in one or two of the rounds, he could win this one. But um, I, I think I think the underdog here, uh, taking a little dog money, is uh, is a decent play on this one.
1: Yeah, I like it too. Um, and I hate to bet against Adrian Yanez because I do like him, but I just I have that thing where I like to bet proven products against like hyped up prospects. So yeah,
0: and Yanez, he's abs- in his fights. he, he absorbs. Five and a half strikes per minute, which is he high. Did. He
1: gets hit a lot. I remember Davey Grant cracking him a couple times.
0: Yeah, so if on average he's against the lower tiered fighters that he's been fighting, he's getting hit five and a half times per minute. Rob Font could have hit him ten
1: times a minute <laughs> with the amount of volume that he throws. Yeah, I could see that. Um, I think Rob Font's probably a little longer too, although Yanez is pretty long. Um, yeah, uh, just kind of circle this one on the on the count, on the on the lineup though as a possible like fight of the night caliber fight. Like this could be a great fight.
0: Yeah, and you might go Rob Font by decision, too, because if, you, if you're thinking Rob Font wins, right, he's probably, you're taking him by decision, I would think. Yeah, he um, pieces him
1: up and keeps it moving.
0: Yeah, he doesn't finish too many people. So if you were going, do they give you, fight goes, no. They're not, they don't have a like a win by prop here, so yet out for this fight. You could go fight goes to decision, which is like ridiculous. So... <laughs> Yeah, they don't really have any props out for this fight. They're just messed up ones.
1: All right, Kevin Holland, Santiago Ponzinibbio, another interesting line. Kevin Holland, minus 250, Ponzinibbio plus 200. You have to think that not that long ago, Ponzinibbio would have probably been a favorite over Kevin Holland. Does that sound right? To be a, at this point a minus 250 to Kevin Holland? Yeah,
0: pre-injury, right?
1: Yeah. Do you Do you think that this line is still skewed? Like... Kevin Holland is fun to watch and he's a great fighter, but like he also doesn't mind lo- just letting a fight slip away.
0: Yeah. I don't think they're factoring that into this line here. I think they're just like factoring in skill for skill. And if Kevin Holland was a normal person and, uh, <laughs> and like, I don't know, thought about what he was doing when he fought and try, was thinking about and trying to win. Instead trying of trying to funny. win. Yeah, exactly. That, uh, that this line would be accurate, but, that's as we've seen time and time again, that's not how Kevin Holland goes into the octagon. So, um, with that being said, like Santiago Ponzinibbio on a good night can beat Kevin Holland in this fight. I think so. Um, I, I don't know. I think I'm going to go Ponzinibbio. I don't, I don't love it though. I think Kevin Holland, he should win this fight. He's longer. He does have like, he's pretty well-rounded. He's good on the ground, right? He's pretty good off his back. He throws elbows like when he's on his back and whatnot. And, uh, and his striking is pretty good, but then he just does stupid stuff, and uh, and he pays for it all the time. It's not like one of these guys that does stupid stuff and gets away with it. Like every time he does something stupid, it gets completely exposed. Which like he's not even good at doing stupid stuff either. It gets him beat quite often. So um, Ponza I I think this is close for me, but um, I'd say it's like should be close to a 50-50 fight. He got plus two twenty on Ponsanibio, so we'll fire on him.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking the same exact thing. Just for on the value side, there I can see that being uh, being the play. All right, Chris Curtis plus 100. Calvin Gaslam sneaking up to a minus 120. This was even money last week. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm still very very. This is the tale of two fighters, like who do two different things every. Uh, there's four. There's four possible outcomes here. Gaslem shows up at his best. Curtis shows up at his best. Great fight. Gaslam shows up at his best, Curtis shows up at his worst, K- Kelvin wins. Curtis shows up at his worst, Kelvin shows up at his worst, bad fight. Curtis shows up at his best, Kelvin shows up at his worst, Curtis wins. Four yeah. fights, which one happens?
0: I don't know, man. I, I love Gaslam, but at this point in time, I'm thinking he's he's
1: done. The- Chris Curtis is also the underdog machine. Whenever he's a dog, he he puts on a show.
0: Yeah, that is true. The one thing that that makes me like maybe i should bet kelvin gaslam here is this is the first fight he's not going to be undersized at middleweight like chris curtis is a welterweight like he's five ten. finally Gaslam's found a guy who also refuses to cut weight. yeah exactly and i think chris curtis actually fought the majority of his career at 170 he just had to fill in late notice at 185 for his first fight and he will wo- He's been doing good at 185 cents, so he's been fighting there. Um, But I think he could still fight at 170 if he felt like it. I don't think he's like Gaslam that literally somehow cannot make it, <laughs> even though he should be able to. He so um, that up. that's the one thing that that makes me think. You know, Calvin Gaslam here, he's actually fighting somebody that his own size, but he just hasn't. Calvin Gaslam was a dog, and that's why I used to absolutely love him. He's got lightning fast hands, and he and he, you know, went to war. And he just hasn't been lately. Like he just uh, seems like he's he's lost a little bit. He is getting older. He's got mileage on him. So um, Chris Curtis he seems really like really
1: put a beating on uh, Ian Heinisch, though I believe.
0: Yeah, he did. Um, it just seems like more of an outlier than the uh, than the regular occurrence. And it seems like Chris Curtis still, for the most part, in most of his fights. I know there was like one that he, Jackerman. Jackerman. He, he didn't look showing. great, and but um. Overall, I think he's still got the dog, and he's trying to go out there and and get it. So if I had to put a bet on I think it's whoever wants it more is going to win this fight. And I I think at this point in time, probably Chris Curtis does.
1: Yeah, you can love Gaslam, and you can still love – as long as you make money from him reading his fights correctly, you can still – you're still technically a fan. Like, if you're like, I like this guy so much, that, and I know everything about him, so I know he's going to lose, you're still a fan.
0: Yeah, exactly. But I think – I almost pick on I almost pick Gaslam almost every fight, and uh, I'm pretty sure I picked Ian Heinish too. So I, I did. <laughs> yeah. I picked Ian Heinish. <laughs> so I might be uh, I might just be cursed if I pick against my guy. So <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised since I picked Chris Curtis. If Kevin Gaslam goes out there
1: and, uh, well, and dominates, well, that's a win-win too. Yeah, win-win. Here we go. All right, then. Any other fighters on here? There's a whole bunch of them. Um, Vanilla Gorilla, dude, you gotta watch. Oh yeah. So we lost our boy um he's fighting though who is a vanilla gorilla not chris barnett i know we lost our boy chris barnett right yeah yeah Yeah, we lost our boy chris barnett he was supposed to fight the vanilla gorilla um and then who else we got on here uh we have gerald mearshart is fighting um joe peifer never heard of him but he's a minus 200 Uh, gerald mearshart has like 70 mma fights generally gets beat up really bad if he wins it's by submission keep that in mind um, Cynthia Calvillo, I thought she retired. She looks like she's back to take another beating. Lopita Godinez is no joke. Um, yeah, what's the line on
0: that? We might want to throw that onto the picks just because Lopita uh, Godinez minus, is minus 275
1: on DraftKings. Um, uh, Raul, what's his name? Raul Rosas Jr., the 18 year old, and getting his second UFC fight at my, as a minus 275. Over Christian Rodriguez, my, plus two twenty, probably feeding him another can. Kind of insane to think the kid's still supposed to be in high school, but um, they're definitely spoon feeding him cans.
0: Yeah, it's kind of insane that they put that on the pay per view over Gaslam versus Chris Curtis. too. Very
1: strange. <laughs> like he's not from. My
0: they want. They're my trying head. to push this Paul Roses Jr. so hard. Like, yeah, I, I know he's super young and and I maybe don't talented. See it but I don't
1: see him being like a. a this like, pardon my crudeness but like i don't see him being like the face of mma
0: no he at this point he's got more of a chance of being the next chase hooper than he does uh be in the
1: face of mma that's for sure yeah so um yeah other than that uh it's a solid card i think it's going to go by pretty quickly there's a lot of potential finishes on this card Uh, a lot of potential underdogs um
0: that shah yalan didn't he have like an impressive fight recently
1: uh, sounds familiar He's a minus 185 or Steven, Steve Garcia. Um, oh, was he the one that fought Derek Minner and Derek Minner cheated and that's when that started the whole gambling scandal? Oh,
0: yeah, he is, right?
1: He had the gam- gambling scandal. He also fought TJ Brown at the, on yeah. and Gamrat card.
0: Derek Minner was his last one. Um, yeah, so, and he looked, I mean, he would fought a guy who literally threw a fight, but he was, uh, <laughs> he was just spamming kicks and whatnot. He looked, he looked good beating up a guy that was trying to lose.
1: Shailon brought down the whole James Cross. <laughs> empire. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, look for him to steamroll. Maybe, uh, yeah, sh- it's because it's uh, a Nurendembeck yeah, or something. Yeah,
1: I'm not even going to try to say it because even the names I practiced before, we, so I can't even say it. I don't even I can't even read that one. Uh, yeah, so solid card here. I think there will be – what do we have? Uh, Dude, look
0: at this. Isn't it weird? They uh, So – they changed the name for the UFC. They just it's Sha Yulan. They just turned his first name into a first and last name instead of uh
1: Interesting. Yeah, they
0: changed his first name in, into two words and got rid of the Nurium Beck. To be drama. fair I know,
1: though, I I don't know where he's from, but
0: I think he's Chinese, right?
1: Chinese have something I, weird about their names where sometimes their first name is their last name and sometimes their la like is it Wei Zhang or Zhang Wei Li? Because it's said interchangeably.
0: Yeah, but look at this. It's Sha Yilan, all one word. Now and then, uh, usually Chinese would be Nurmbeckov Sha Yilan. They just wouldn't yeah. get rid of the last name. I think it's probably because he's Chinese, but that looks like maybe he's part of the Muslim, the Uyghurs. Like, does oh, that doesn't yeah, look like yeah. a Chinese last name? No. So, and I think China. Ha- is not a big fan of the Uyghurs, so like <laughs> and he, since he's representing China, they might have made him his name sound sound more
1: Chinese. That could be the geo geopolit- the geopolitics of the UFC never <laughs> ceased to um never cease to have an impact. I used to we're still not allowed to carry flags because we don't want to upset Russia by having Ukraine flags. Yeah. Flights. Um or he's Brazilian and they just decide to change their name whenever they feel like it. That's true. Or he's Ian Machado Gary and his wife made him take his her last name
0: right yeah so, he is from china so
1: yeah that's interesting um yeah he brought down james Krause's scant betting scandal empire so he's the man uh michelle watterson on this card versus the Juan and pinheiro oh cares? he is
0: from that area um he's from northern a Ag- straddling the borders of kazakhstan and russia oh so, so that,
1: you're probably right you're probably correct <laughs> yeah yeah, you're probably right. And and anytime there's any type of uh sketchy geopolitics in the UFC, like you can almost make a guess that like some sort of compromise has been made.
0: Yeah, especially with China. They're trying to push so hard into China right now, so they're like, Oh, you want him to see more Chinese? No problem, we'll get rid of his
1: last name. We don't like the guy, but we think he's gonna win, so we want him to represent <laughs> us well. <Yeah. laughs> Could be. All right, anything else on this card before
0: we wrap things up? Uh, I don't think so. I'm pretty pumped for this one though. This is a this is a solid card. I mean, I was uh, I was hyped on the last uh, uh, Adesanya versus uh, Pereira fight, and it delivered. So I'm, I'm definitely interested to see it again. Especially, just uh, I really hope Pereira wins. It'll be I, I was so hyped after he knocked around in the in the fifth round last time. So um, praying it happens again. What's our start time this week? Do we uh, know? for the main card? Yeah, seven p.m.
1: Okay. All right then. Uh, seven PM Pacific. Mark your calendars. I believe it's Easter weekend, so most people either have do you have Friday or Monday off?
0: No, I don't. Uh no.
1: trucking never stops. No. So a lot of people have Friday or Monday off one or the other. So um good weekend for some fights. But anyhow, um I guess we'll wrap things up then. So We'll be tuning in. Uh, either way, we'll be back next week to recap and preview for the Arnold Allen versus Max Holloway fight night. So,
0: that's a pretty sick card, too. Uh, that's
1: a really good one. That's another really good card. Fight
0: nights are back, dude.
1: Yeah, I wonder where it's at. I'm assuming it's on the road somewhere.
0: Yeah, I would think so. There's no way it's not. I would say. Um Holloway versus Allen. Billy Hugh here.
1: is a minus 165 favorite over Edson Barboza really i've been wrong so much about edson barboza i just think it's high he's one of those ones where his highlights have just mesmerized me into yeah. thinking that he's gonna win every fight
0: it's in uh kansas city missouri the t-mobile center oh
1: at the, the mini t-mobile center yeah not the real one <laughs> t-mobile arena in vegas t-mobile center the t-mobile in kansas city the t-mobile mini <laughs> yeah oh boy, i got a thing for are- got a thing for arenas but anyways that's not for now that's for next week so We'll be back next week to preview that and recap these fights. Um, Good luck on your picks. Enjoy the fights, and we'll see you all next week.
0: (laughs) Peace. go. Oh.